welcome to the Rebel Woman podcast. I am your host, Darielle Ash. I am a life coach. I have a background in psychology and I am super bloody passionate about helping individuals to find their inner rebel. When I think about a rebel woman, I am thinking about the most feared individual on the planet. She is a woman who does not require validation from others to feel worthy. The woman who is unapologetically failing and learning and growing. The woman who knows that the way that she looks is the least interesting thing or should be the least interesting thing about her. This project is providing a platform for the rebel women out there, no matter where they are at in their journey, to feel acknowledged, supported, empowered, to continue to grow and to learn. The platform does not only appeal to women who identify as rebel women, but also to those who are taking that step outside of their comfort zone to start to understand themselves and how they can really embrace who they are at their core a little bit better. Welcome to episode five of the Rebel Woman podcast. I am your host, Daryl Ash, and I'm not Daryl Ash anymore. Shit. <laughs> I got married. Got married since the last uh, episode. My name actually is now Daryl Bown. Um, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen and I love that about me and my forgetful nature. Anyway, went and got married. It was delightful. Um, I'm now back and ready to be deep inside your ear holes again. Uh, this episode specifically is all about toxic positivity. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that this topic is right up my alley. But in addition to that, it's something that I'm really passionate about and that I talk about often. Um, so let's get into it. I'm ready. Um, little bit of a trigger warning. I will be talking about heavy emotions. Um, I will be talking about when life does not go your way. So if you're having a bit of a heavy day or you're going through some challenges and, and it feels as though that might not be the best thing for you to expose yourself to is more, more talks about heavier emotions, that is 100% okay for you to skip this episode or come back to it at a time when you're feeling like you're ready for it. Um, but yeah, really important topic. Cannot wait for you guys to hear this. Hello there. Um, how are you guys? How are you doing? If you're not doing well, I'm sorry. And I hope that you are doing kind things for yourself. If you are doing well, shit yes, that's fantastic. Um, celebrate the fact that you're doing well. I think that that's great. In a world where um, shit's hitting the fan, it's nice to know that some of us are uh, in a really good headspace and doing well. So that is very actually <clears throat> appropriate for this podcast episode. So as mentioned before, we are talking about toxic positivity. This is a solo ep, 
So I will be talking to myself slash talking to you. Um, very excited for my next guest. Uh, but in the meantime, here is my voice. You are welcome. Toxic positivity. Ah, it is something that I'm so passionate about talking about, not because I've got to stick up my ass, not because I've, my gears are grinded. Um, they partially kind of are. Um, but toxic positivity is something that is so prominent uh, today, especially with all of the gnarly stuff that's happening in the world. Now, if you don't know what toxic positivity is, that's totally fine. It's generally, you know, something that is spoken about um, amongst the rebels of the mental health space or the rebels of the wellness space. So let me give you a little bit of an idea. So if you see messaging or marketing or information, or you even hear someone saying, well, at least it's not that bad. Or you should really just be grateful for what you have. Or just be happy. Just wake up tomorrow and tell yourself you're going to be happy. Um, just build your positive mindset. Just push through. Like you've got this. Like it's going to be fine. Just push through. That kind of language and that kind of terminology Although it might work for some people, what it does is it discredits the fact that you might not be able to push through. You might not be able to find the things that you're grateful for. You might not be able to just wake up and fucking be happy. You might not be able to find a positive mindset because you don't entirely know what that is. Um, toxic positivity is the assumption that we do not need to be heavy in our emotions or ever feel our emotions heavily, that we can actually coast through on this upper level of life because we're such strong, resilient human beings. Now, that's where people get a little bit confused. Resilience is not the absence of going through challenges. Right? It's not the absence of heavy emotion. It is not the absence of like sitting in your shit. Resilience is the ability to feel that, feel that heavy emotion, um, approach that heavy emotion, sit with that heavy emotion, figure out why it's there, get to know it a little bit, um, figure out whether it's servicing you or not. And if it's not servicing you, figuring out what it is that you need to do to move through it and how to treat yourself afterwards, right? And each time you go through a challenge, you get better and better at that process. That is what building resilience is. So resilience, again, is not the absence of feeling really heavy emotion, but is actually the ability to feel that shit and move through it. Um, Toxic positivity, the concept, believes that resilience is the absence of really heavy emotions because when you are telling people to just be happy or to just push, like, just push through or just like write down five things you're fucking grateful for, that'll make your severe trauma better, <laughs> right? When, when we're telling people to do that, 
we're pretty much telling them that any heavy emotion that they're currently feeling is not valid at this time, that they should be stronger, that they should do better, that they should disregard their heavy emotion in order to move through or in order to be a better functioning human. Um, I call bullshit. (laughs) I call absolute bullshit. So why is it harmful? It's discounting your feelings. So it's pretty much telling you that any heavy emotion that you are feeling is not valid in that space. Um, And also, if you're going to like really read into it, it's kind of got this old school connotation attached to it of feeling really heavy emotions and sitting in them is weak. What strength is, is not feeling those emotions at all. Again, bullshit, right? The ability to feel your emotions and move through them is so much stronger, so much stronger than disregarding your feelings in the first place. So it's harmful for people that currently don't have a process of dealing with their emotions and they think that this is the appropriate way to do so. Um, It is not healthy and harmful um, for people that are learning how to grow, for people that are learning the value of feeling their emotions and moving through them. Um, It is also just not helpful to be constantly bombarded with positivity and with things that are telling you that you should be happy, that you should be strong, that you should be pushing through. That puts so much pressure on us as human beings to just be in that state. And if we're not in that state, that we're doing something wrong. Now, especially if you're going through a difficult time, that can be really damaging, like really damaging. Because it's kind of encouraging you to disregard where you're currently at and move to a space that is really not much healthier. The space in which you just push through and you just be happy and you just focus on gratitude, that is a space that is not realistic and it's not sustainable. Yeah, for sure, you could live, you know, a few days in a row of not feeling your shit then it's going to catch up to you. And it might not catch up to you in obvious ways. It might catch up to you in a way that, you know, your partner asks you to do something that he would usually ask you to do. And you're fucking pissed off. You're raging at this person for how dare he ask you to do that. And then you're really confused as to why you're having such a large reaction, such a huge, unreasonable reaction to something that would not ordinarily piss you off? You haven't dealt with your shit. You haven't dealt with something three days earlier because you just wanted to push through, because you should be, ju- you should just be happy. You should just focus on gratitude instead of acknowledging your emotions. All right, so it will surface in other ways if we do not acknowledge and deal with our emotions. That's why toxic positivity and the constant exposure to it can be quite harmful for us. Now, I'm keeping this episode pretty short and sweet because I want it to be really informative. And what I would ideally like it to do 
is have you think about the messaging that you're seeing on social media, maybe even conversations that you're having with others and just look at it a little bit differently. Um, what can we do to combat this, this toxic positivity train or this, this um, toxic positivity trend that is going around at the moment? I mean, let's be honest, it's been going around for years. But right now, in a world where some of us are just really not okay, it's harmful and it's not great. So I've got a couple of ideas of how we can combat this. The first one, pull people up. If someone, if you're confiding in someone about your heavy emotion or you see someone else confiding in someone about their heavy emotion and you see someone react by saying, oh, well, at least it's not that bad. Or you hear them say, maybe you should just sit down and write five things that you really love about life. Or maybe you should just sit down and write down the things that you're grateful for instead of feeling all of these emotions that you're feeling, right? If you see someone doing that or you witness someone doing that, pull them up, not in a mean way, not in a, oi, mate, wake up kind of way, more in a, hey, are you aware that potentially what you're saying, although it's coming from a really good space and you're you're kind of wanting to problem solve, I totally get it. However, are you aware that that might make that person feel as though their feelings are not being validated and maybe that their feelings are wrong or maybe that their feelings are not welcomed in this space? So kind of opening up people's minds to potentially why it could be harmful, that, that type of language. In addition to that, pull people up on social media. If you see a lot of fluff, <laughs> I love to call it fluff. Um, if you see a lot of fluff on social media about um, people just telling people to just be happy, positive mindset is key, you know, like we're all so strong, we're all so brave, we're all so this, and it's kind of badgering and, and it's coming from a space that is disregarding people's feelings and disregarding heaviness of emotion, please educate them please open their minds. And again, please don't come from an attacking space. Come from a space of, hey, mate, loved your post, loved the messaging. However, please keep in mind that for some people that could be harmful because of X, Y, and Z. Um, Education is freaking key. And actually, in the last episode, I spoke a little bit about awareness and education when it came to the fitness industry and how I spoke to a gym really politely about their messaging about summer bodies um, and about shredding for summer or sculpting for summer or whatever the fook they called it. Um, And it actually had temporarily a really positive result. Um, I made them aware of something They then removed that messaging from their marketing. And although there was a little bit of a backlash, um, I now no longer see body shaming shit on their social media page. I mean, I don't agree with all of their marketing. However, they are now aware of how that might make other people feel because previously they were not aware. 
And I think again, like people that are preaching toxic positivity are not coming from a space of wanting to harm others. They're not coming from a space of wanting to, you know, attack the weak. (laughs) I think it's completely coming from a space of a lack of awareness and a lack of education around how different people receive different messaging. Um, There's actually a really huge organisation in Western Australia that their whole ethos, their whole brand name um, and their whole message is all about toxic positivity. And it's so hard to watch because they're supposed to be servicing the community in a way that's supposed to be bettering the mental health of the community. When all I see within their messaging, within their branding and within what they're doing is forcing the words of like happiness and positivity and all of these big, huge, positively emotional words, but really positive words onto others because that's how they should feel because everyone deserves that feeling. Shit, yes, everyone deserves that feeling, but that is not life. You can get feelings of joy. You can get feelings of elatedness. I don't even know if that's a word. You can get feelings of happiness. You can get feelings of freedom. There are so many feelings that you can have that are so positive, but you're not going to have them all the time. And that's not realistic. It's not realistic to constantly feel free. It's not realistic to constantly be happy. You're going to feel shit. And it's really important that in those moments of feeling shit, you have people acknowledge your feelings. And you have people validate your feelings and let you know that it's okay to feel your feelings, not just badgering you with toxic positivity. So pull people up, educate them. I feel like, I feel like education is the way forward, especially when it comes to these sorts of topics. In addition to that, Focus on what is within your control. So as much as, yes, we can educate people, yes, we can make people aware of things, we can't necessarily change their behavior and we can't necessarily say, hey, you're doing the wrong thing, do something differently because we are not the word police. (laughs) Although some of us think that we are and that's fine. Um, We can focus on what is within our control. So... What is within our control is filtering out the amount of it that you take in. So filtering out the amount of exposure you have to particular organizations or particular messaging, pardon me, my phone's blowing up, um, or particular messaging that tells you that you just need to be happy or you just need to be positive or you just need to push through. If you're finding that that particular messaging is actually forcing you into a space of not acknowledging how you actually feel, cut it out. Nine times out of 10, let's be honest, it's on bloody social media. Cut that shit out. Mute people. Unfollow people. It is not a sign of weakness. 
It is not the like cop out way. What it does do is it filters the information that you're taking in. Social media is supposed to be a platform for you to take in whatever information you find useful or motivating or inspiring. If this sort of information is not inspiring you and it's not allowing you to feel your shit or it's disregarding your shit, mute it, unfollow it. I cannot even begin to tell you the amount of accounts that I have unfollowed since the start of even this month, right? I do it on a regular basis. So initially I'll be like, you know, open to like follow people back when they follow me. I'm like, hells yeah, let's do it. Like, you know, they're interested in in my service. I can be interested in their lives and, and what's going on for them or their service. As soon as I start to see messaging that does not align with my shit or that makes me angry or that makes me feel as though I don't want to be exposed to that on a regular basis, bam, I mute them. And it's super easy to do. If it's someone maybe that I do actually have a personal relationship with, I don't unfollow them just because, I don't know, I don't necessarily need to be offending people, but what I do is just mute them. So I can mute their stories and their posts. And that's something that has been really beneficial to me over the last little while. Um, I highly encourage you to do it. It's so fucking therapeutic. So therapeutic to be in control of what you're being exposed to because that is within your control. If you are choosing to expose yourself to stuff that is not making you feel good, you are choosing to put yourself in that headspace. If you are choosing to filter out all of that bullshit, then you are choosing to put yourself in a better headspace and you're being kinder to yourself. That is freaking self-care. In addition to all of that, I kind of want to end this episode talking about how all of your shit is valid. All of your heavy emotion, no matter what that emotion is attached to, is valid, right? No one should ever be able to tell you that what you're feeling is wrong, that what you're feeling is too much or too little. Your feelings are things that are created by you. So if someone is judging them, That is their shit and it is not yours. That is really important to remember. If someone someone is invalidating your shit or saying that, you know, you shouldn't be feeling this way, you should be feeling differently, please keep in mind they have no power and no say over how it is that you should and shouldn't be feeling. So, If you are feeling heaviness, that's okay. If you are feeling depression, that's okay. If you are feeling anxious a lot of the time, that is okay. What is not okay is people telling you that you can't feel that in order to be a strong, positive, uplifting, amazing human. You can be an incredible human being 
and feel the depths of your shit, right? I'll give you a really great example. I seem as though I am a very positive person and I totally am a lot of the time because I've kind of created this life for myself that I really fucking enjoy. However, I feel my shit. I take moments to feel my shit. After holding space for individuals for a living, I take on some of that stuff, right? I hear stories about trauma. I hear stories about um, infidelity within relationships. I hear stories about people being at their lowest of lows. And as much as I've got my therapist hat on and I'm really good at separating my own emotions from that within that session or within that workshop or within that retreat, afterwards I feel the brunt of it. So what I need to do for myself afterwards is feel all of it. I need to sit with it sit with all of those emotions that I've kind of taken on, figure out what it is that I'm going to take away from them and then do something really fucking nice for myself to be able to move through and get to the next responsibility or the next thing that I have to do. So you'll find that I strategically plan my day so that I never have two clients back to back. I will never go straight from a 45-minute coaching session into another 45-minute coaching session. There will always be a break. And within that break, I feel my shit, I take care of myself, and I prepare myself for what's next, right? But at no point am I saying that I'm just coasting through this. At no point am I saying that I'm a superhuman who does not feel my emotions and who does not feel others' emotions. I feel them, right? I feel them heavily and that's okay because I know what I need to do for myself to move through them. But I think it's really, really important that we speak openly about this and we speak openly about feeling our shit and feeling our heavy shit and sitting in it. And that's okay, right? I'm not telling you to sit in your shit for days or weeks or months because we know that that is unhealthy. But what is more unhealthy is disregarding your shit, disregarding or not acknowledging your shit to a point where it catches up with you at a later stage and it catches up with you at a time that has nothing to do with what is making you feel that way. We don't want to be those people. We don't want to get into those spaces, right? So if you can take anything away from this, I want you all to know each and every single one of you that everything that you feel is valid. I acknowledge everything that you feel. I want you to acknowledge everything that you feel. And then I want you to figure out what it is that you need to do to sit with it, move through it, and then treat yourself really nicely afterwards, right? Figure out what those three steps look like for you and get involved in it. The disregarding of your feelings and the pushing through and that I'm just going to be grateful and that I'm just going to be happy and the, you know, positive mindset. I'm just going to kill it at life all the time. 
that shit is unhealthy and that shit is not realistic and that shit is not sustainable. So I encourage you to not only feel your shit, but know that all of the shit that you feel is valid, no matter how big, how small, how unreasonable, how illogical, doesn't fucking matter. You're feeling it. It is valid. And that is okay. All right. And I encourage you to surround yourself with people that make sure that you know that your shit is valid and that it's acknowledged. Um, I'm going to definitely do another potty episode about holding space and how you can teach others to hold space for you when you're going through a really hectic time. But in addition to that, how you then can hold space for people when they're going through a diff- like a difficult time, even though they might you they might not be a mental health professional and you might not be a mental health professional, um, but holding space is a really freaking cool tool. And I will most certainly do a potty episode on that soon, um, because that's almost the natural progression from here. Um, again, guys final messaging. Um, if you see people being toxically positive, um, and pushing you to just be happy, just be grateful, just be this, pull them up on it. Let them know that you're feeling like shit today. And that is okay. Cause you're taking care of yourself, right? Let people know that that is all right. Educate people. But in addition to that, Filter out how much of that shit that you see and that you take in. And then also more importantly, acknowledge your stuff, right? All of your stuff is valid. All of it. Um, That was heavy. It was ranty and I loved it. (laughs) I hope you guys got something out of it. Um, I hope that you have listened to this and opened up your mind to potentially why you're feeling particular ways when you see certain types of messaging and what it is that you can do for yourself in those situations, right? To see less of that messaging or approach that messaging so that the people that are putting the messages out there are more aware. Um, But also in addition to that, I hope that whatever it is that you are currently going through, I hope from the bottom of my heart, I hope that you know that it is valid, it is okay, and you have the ability to sit with it and move through it. Um, If you are needing assistance with that, that's normal and that's human and that's okay, and I encourage you to reach out to a mental health professional. I encourage you to reach out to someone who can support you in the strategies that you use to move through your shit as opposed to just ignoring it. Um, Guys, I'm sending you huge hugs, huge hugs. Uh, I hope that you want them. (laughs) If you don't want my hugs, that's okay. I'm sending you large high fives, real big high fives, like slap worthy ones. You know what I mean? When it makes the, the sound, the big sound and the sting, I'm sending you a huge one of those. Um, and I hope that you are doing things to look after yourselves and I cannot wait 
for the next app. Um, please keep in mind, I will not be waiting this long again <laughs> to release another episode. I promise. Gosh, um, getting married took a while. And then in addition to that, had a lot of other projects going on, but, um, the next episode will be in your ear holes within the next few weeks. All right, my lovelies, I'll speak to you all soon. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. As always, I would absolutely love to hear who your inner rebel is today. Who is your rebel woman today? Um, For me, today it was the woman that slept in and didn't feel guilty. For such a long time, I have felt as though I needed to be an overly productive person, that I needed to rise early (laughs) to get a lot of shit done. Um, and that I needed to exercise every morning because that's the best way to start my day. And I slowly realized (laughs) that taking breaks is 100% okay. Sleeping in is 100% okay. Um, and yeah, that's my, that's my little rebel today is a little sleep in. I looked on my little sleep clocking app. And I slept for like nine hours. I don't know that I've done that in a long time. So feeling freaking rebellious. Um, Let me know who your rebel is. Uh, Let me know who your rebel is today. Let me know what you have currently done to say a big F you to society or your own expectations of yourself. Take care, guys, and I'll be in your ear holes again soon.